0: the wrong I picked the wrong um I picked the wrong video. <laughs> so yeah you know, that was me uh attempted to go live with a, an original the making of the jar. So I was going to share that but that I got the wrong with the wrong video. Those people were were are no longer with the firm. <laughs> hey Bob, how's it going? Long time no
1: see, my friend. It's doing great, Ken. Nice to see you and excited to 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 chat with you uh about about some of the stuff we're doing here.
0: Yeah, I you know this is great. Um, so welcome everybody to the show. This is it's it's kind of called the Jar Foundation uh, is where I'm from, and the show is uh, Mental Health Today with, and we've got Bob uh, Bob Dieterle today, and Bob's a Bob's an old friend from Asia. We've we've known each other, you know, for 20 years, uh, but really don't know each other at, at, in the same breath. Um, you know, we've been friends and and hang out and dragon boat friends, and you know. And and kids, friends, and school around the schools and everything else in in Asia and Hong Kong, and uh, Bob went back and and I ma- I finally made it home, and uh, lo and behold on on LinkedIn, I saw that he had done, uh, really some of your process work and some of the engineering stuff, uh, around I guess all that experience in manufacturing and design, and you've somehow f- found yourself working on a mental health project, and the universe is funny. Here we are back together again. Yeah. Um, so I, re- I reached out to Bob and said, you know, Hey, just come on the show. I've, I don't know what you're doing, but I want to find out and, you know, let's uh, let's talk. And so our pre-chat uh, it turns out he's in the beginning of something interesting, very interesting. And we're going to do another chat when he's further along, but this is a great place to kind of plant the flag. Um, and maybe Bob just kind of tell a little bit, how did you end up in this spot and Any, is there, what's the aha moment so far? Have you had one?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, um, you know, first of all, when you talk about mental health and I think as we're coming out of the pandemic, right. Hmm. It is, it is a big, big crisis. It's a crisis.
0: I mean, it's, I hate using that word, but it's a crisis.
1: Um, you know, and, and we're seeing it everywhere. And, you know, a little bit of, of my background, I'm, I'm the managing director of the First in venture Studio at the Eshelman Institute for Innovation here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, um, and we—I—I I, I run an innovation center. I run an innovation center that launches venture-backable startup companies, mainly in in the digital health space.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and and this process is pretty interesting. It's it's a venture studio process that that launches and builds venture-backable startups and. We point it at different problems in health. Uh, I just up a a venture studio sprint process. It's called in in Asheville, North Carolina, around the opioid crisis, Mm. uh, opioid addiction, and we're launching a couple startups, venture backable private startups that's addressing that. And that's you know, venture capital usually don't go that doesn't go into these areas. Yeah, this is opioid. When you look at folks with opioid use disorder, they're usually underinsured or not insured. Um, and venture capital is typically not there. Yeah. Uh, our process is very unique. Is that we actually seek out some of these challenges, and I think where we caught up, you saw me. Uh, our next project that we just got launched, we got a we got a foundation from the Humana grant from the we got a grant from the Humana Foundation. Okay. Uh, challenged us uh, and said, "Can can you point this process, uh, this kind of innovation process, at the mental health challenges that face?" The African American community, you know, kind of this health equity issue mm. um, that is such a pervasive problem um, in 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 society and in healthcare, uh, and mental health is is maybe even more of a problem in that space. Now, I am an expert at our innovation process. Um, I am not an expert at mental health, or I was not an expert at the opioid use disorder. What yes. we do is we go in with our process and we build a coalition of experts. And okay. specifically here in North Carolina, we're partnering with the largest HBCU in the country, North Carolina a and in Greensboro, North Carolina. They have a lot of expertise, a lot of faculty, a lot of um, uh, community uh, stakeholders that are that are doing some great work in this space. That we're we're doing some diligence, uh, and we're we're just kicking off the process right now. So we're learning a lot. Mm. Uh, just started this last February, um, so we're excited um, to to uh, see where this goes over the next few months. I-
0: it's kind of funny we like I said neither one of us if you had told me 10 years ago yeah Bob's going back and eventually you're going to meet Bob online and you're going to be talking about mental health yeah <laughs> I would have thought well both of us had a breakdown and we're in a <laughs> clinic and we're in a we're in a round table like one flew over the cuckoo's nest and and that would be the that would be the place you and I would meet yeah the insurance executive
1: and an engineer right I mean like where did that come from right Right. That's the This this is right now. This is such yeah. a national crisis. It's not like it's in a segment. We're all dealing with, they're all dealing with, you know, yeah. incredible levels of anxieties and traumas. Um, that was one thing I learned in the opioid use disorder is that pain is just as much mental as it is physical. Yes. Um, yeah. Right. It's the same wiring in the brain. Um, and so if you have a lot of mental traumas, that pain is the same that you're dealing with. Yeah. Uh, it's really fascinating.
0: It, it, it's a fa- I mean, I have been, I'm, I'm fascinated. I mean, I got into it because of what I saw on the road with the jar. And uh, I just jumped both feet into the deep end. Um, and I've already been, I think I've, I think you might be number 14 or 15 of the episodes. And so I've, I've got about a, you know, an eight hour class on mental health with real professionals. And I've, I'm already blown away um, by the breadth of it and, and the, the different kinds of things that people are facing. I think you, the, especially the black community, I could imagine, like I said, the the stigma, the cost, the things that I'm trying to do with the foundation, which is stigma, cost uh, access. And then finally the educational part. I think the educational part might be in the center of this kind of, you know, I was kind of calling them four kind of linear, Pieces I was going to look at, but I'm now beginning to think that education might be the key to a lot of this, um, you know, to, to really giving people the tools to kind of self-manage a bit, self-care before it gets out of control or as they're coming out of a, you know, a, a good relationship with a therapist and they're, they're kind of getting their heads around stuff, having the self, the tools to do a lot of self-care and, and to help themselves and to manage things so they don't become a crisis. Um, but obviously trauma and the other big stuff is a different, is a different animal. Um, what else do you see? So this project is going to, what's, what's next with the project?
1: Yeah. So the way it works is again, we have this, um, uh, innovation, uh, kind of a diligence or sprint process. If, if you're, okay. some people might know what design thinking is, um, Uh, where you're, or, or the, the lean sick, lean, lean, um, lean startup methodology. Um, You know, we, we actually build ventures and we're right now we're trying to see if there's any of these, there's a lot of innovative um, pilot work going out there already that we're starting to see, Mm -hmm. especially North Carolina. North Carolina is a pretty good place to do this the way um, the way our state is. Like if you look at our population, um, we're, we're pretty much one-third rural population, yeah. one-third yeah. suburban, one-third urban, um, and we got pockets of urban, suburban, rural all throughout the state. Everywhere, so, right? Yeah. We also have very strong health systems um okay. in the state, so we feel like it's a good state to, to dive into some of these very hmm. tractable problems, and that, that's what we're doing here. And so, again, what we're doing is we're building the coalition right now. We started off with Really, to get our feet wet, wet, we we partnered with the Entrepreneurship Center at North Carolina a and um, And we actually brought some students in initially. And we just challenged them. We did a little design thinking and said, you know, tell us, you know, you have any startup ideas that could solve these problems. Uh, and we had 100 people show up to a dinner. Um, we had 20 to 25 pitches from the students around okay. this area. Um, that was great in and of itself Wow DNA. that would have been amazing And the fact was the the again the, the pervasiveness pervasiveness of the yes. problem
0: yeah
1: and then we picked like four or five of these and then the next couple of days we did a deeper design thinking and we're mm-hmm. kind of we don't know if they're going to become ventures or not but we're learning a lot around um, the ideas that they're presenting um, And so what our process does is we're, we build a coalition of public-private partners. Okay. Like for example, in in the in the Greensboro area where North Klein A is, where we're building a partnership with Moses Moses Cone Health System, they have a lot of expertise in this space. Okay. We have other folks uh, in the area that are dealing with this that we're pulling a coalition together to help us with the diligence. So as we're bringing these ideas forward, we have experts that could weigh in to say that'll work. That problem yes. that problem's being solved already. Why don't you go talk to those people? Uh. On the um Or. Hey, that might work, but have you thought about this? What have you added yeah. that to it? And so when you bring that expertise in and you bring it into an innovation process, a really a lot of cool things can happen. So we're just building that right now through um, through the next month or so. And we're hoping by the summertime, we have 10, what we call 10 venture concepts Okay, that are addressing this issue. That at that point, we're going to do deeper venture capital type diligence on, does it who is a customer? What is the business model? Yeah. What would the you know unique, innovative um, solution mm. be? Uh, what would the competition look like? And we'll look through it through a private venture capital lens, okay? Um, okay. To see if they're scalable enough, because we believe, you know, getting um, especially in digital health and software-based innovative solutions, having a startup that is completely focused on solving this problem could be very impactful. And it there's like a gap, we think, in in, in some of the public solutions, you know, public money solutions that are, that are doing really good work. And then, you know, um, some of, you know, venture capital doesn't really look in some of these areas. So we yes. feel like we're going to be in that middle part. But that's really the next steps that we're taking. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I, and that's some of the most interesting conversations I've had so far are, digital applications in this but not in the in the um you know in the minority space uh but just as a general and actually this one is in its own it's kind of got its own sliver which is teenage i just did one with june it's a company called june care and they've been launched just recently launched and they're and they're kind of they're, i think they're out for a series a or 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 more and um it's for teen it's for teenagers and mostly really it seems teen girls i think is if i want to if i want remember correctly and it's very interesting you know and it's an app and you know the idea is you know we're holding the phone and teens are you know okay with using the phone so you know this is where they like to express themselves so it's a comfort zone and and they have not just the counselors but they've got those tool sets right The, the homework the listening you know watching pro watching programs or you know videos of of people kind of going through exercises and that was really just an interesting idea uh, and it's not just a telehealth, right? There's a lot more. And it's, you know, when you meet with your accountant, when you meet with your therapist, then you're going to go home and do some homework, right? to some things you should do. And they have that all kind of integrated into the app. I'm, I'm probably butchering the idea. Um, you know, finally apologize, June, but it was an amazing, like what I could gra- gather gather from the conversation. Uh, that's that's kind of how it works. And it is this, I think it is, you do need to have something that's going to speak to the audience, And and their idea was meeting them where they are, uh, which is on the phone and in a social media kind of a feel to the app. And I think you'll find probably, if you're serving the black community, the underserved parts, you're going to have you know, like you said, you're going to meet them where they are, and and with an app or with a software. How do you do that? It'd be an interesting journey. A lot of it, you
1: said. um, The little and I'm I I am just starting to learn anything about the problem in the black community um but you know you said the word education um education is always a big part of these types of things and delivering yeah. education now th- through technology is a very effective and efficient way and yes more and more people are accepting that and and yeah. that, that can okay. handle the the access problems and things like that so 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 technology if pointed in the right way can be very impactful now what mm. was interesting specifically about some of the ideas we we heard from the students at North Carolina a around this area, it was using technology, but to create face-to-face connection. What we were learning and what we heard over and over again with the students, this is from a college.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah these, are, these are perfect.
1: Running, right. They were saying, look, social media is starting to hurt this generation. Now he goes, yes. we, we go to school. We want to meet new people. And what we're finding, we're, it's a Friday night. We're staying in our dorm room. And, we're, and all we're doing is having virtual relationships. And the, over and over again, and the ideas was like, that's bad. We're, we're getting tired of that. We, we create fake personas. To, I fake love people, this. Or not. And they actually, there's one idea that was like the anti-social media app. It was a social media app, <laughs> sort of like Meetup, where it was like trying to encourage, hey, I like basketball. I could play on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I want to know who other people I don't know that like to play basketball. Oh, there's going to be a pickup game at these two parks, you know, at eight o'clock. I'm going to go there. Right. That was one idea. And it was more like use technology to get people out. Um, And you couldn't fake Uh, your persona. You you weren't keeping your chats. It was just a transactional thing. Like, hey, I I love it. And another one was interesting that I thought, you remember, as as we were growing up, we love family dinner. Like, yeah six o'clock. I remember my mom, she was like, if, if you're not here at six o'clock to eat dinner, you're not oh, yeah. going to bed hungry. So they had this idea of, especially from a nutritional aspect, that they would create, you know, this kind of healthy food options that would be also be um, um, specific to culture, like maybe a Jamaican night, Ooh, whatever cool. it would be, but it would be at six o'clock every night. And that was it. Like you, you would go and you would want to break bread and have a social interaction And just like you sit around a table with your family to kind of catch up, that's always such a healthy thing. As a college student, they're like, there's a lot of anxiety because people don't know when they're going to eat. They have a lot of things on the plate. And it's like, what do I eat? I don't know what I'm going to eat tonight. And like, hey, they had such a college thing. And it was funny because it was like, if you're not there by six, you're missing out. Sort of like the way mom was right? But they said that what they thought that it would give comfort and convenience to college kids, and then they would be able to have a healthy meal, they wouldn't have to think about it. And then they would have the social interaction of meeting people and breaking bread together. And I thought that was interesting. I like that one. Some of these solutions, we don't need therapy is wonderful. And it's very important. And we need to do a heck of a lot more. But a lot of anxiety could also be, let's get back to you know, human connection again. And let's, let's, let's play basketball together. Let's, let's share a meal together. Right. I think that could go a long way. And I thought that was kind of interesting.
0: The human part, right. Seeing, I think this is a big thing for teens. I'm it's so makes me happy to hear that kids are saying, Hey, please help us. We're stuck in this app. We're stuck in these phones. We don't know how to get out.
1: I thought it was interesting that they were kind of like, I'm getting a little tired of social media.
0: I love that. That, And and that they've raised their hand for help. I mean, that's to me in a way is like, we're asking for help. We need adults to help us in this room to help us figure this out. Because, man, I could imagine, you know, being a teen, right? Being a teen or being 20 years old. I mean, you think about
1: the pandemic, too. I mean, they were probably the ones worst hit by the pandemic because they were probably right in the middle of their high school career. Right. Forget being social now. Right. You know, they they had to be home doing everything online. They had to sit in their bedroom for two years. Right. You know, and and that was such a that's such a social time for I remember that. Right. Junior. There was
0: no proms. Proms were getting canceled. Oh, God, I couldn't imagine that. That was like seven moments as you as you go to college. I had a great chat with two. Um, one of the places I stayed along the along the road it was in New York. Can't remember exactly, or Verm- New York or Vermont. It was up there somewhere, somewhere around there. And um, I I was staying at Airbnb, and this place had a big fire pit uh, just attached, you know, the, in the kind of backyard. And and these guys had a party. These guys that were living in the like a, it was almost like a mini frat house. And I went out there, had a couple beers, and was talking to a couple guys, and uh, ended up getting them on the show the next night. Uh, together. So two, two young guys, two college kids are about 20, 21, I guess at the time. And, uh, really inspiring, you know, like gives you super hope for the generation, um, that they were so in touch with themselves. They were in touch with the mental health. They talked a lot about the struggles of COVID and, um, you know, how they came together as buddies and the commonality and the disruptions that happened and how they were kind of dealing with it. Um, and it was funny part was it came back to nature for they, They both ended up being forestry majors and they're like, I just feel so good when I'm outside, I'm in touch with nature. You know, the phone, you know, the phone doesn't work, you know, can't work in the phone. It's not. I'm out there in the woods, I'm doing stuff, you know, for the job or for school. And, and I'm just, I'm living my regular life. Like, a, you know, like that's, we were so blessed to grow up without phones. You know, it wasn't an option. You had to, you didn't weren't, didn't have that compulsion. And, um, yeah, I think it certainly may not be the cause of mental illness, but, you know, or, or, or anxiety or tension or, or but it's definitely part of the equation. Be interesting to see what they how that develops in your conversations with people. Yeah. I mean,
1: therapeutically, I mean, nature and exercise and getting out and taking walks. Right. You know, I, I think a lot of people forgot to do that, especially <laughs> the younger folks. And now yeah. we've opened back up again. They're, you know, hopefully we're encouraging that, or maybe they've stopped doing it all together because, you know, they're, they're they're stuck on these things now, and they're wow. keeping their face put in it, um, and and they need to break from that and 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 just get back to some of the simple stuff again, yeah. like you said, like you know, having sitting around a fire on a beautiful night, right? And
0: Yeah, and just uh, yeah. nobody had their phones out.
1: Yeah, and, and
0: you know, the interesting thing, right? We're over there, and, and I think connection is very healing,
1: right? Yeah, you know, being connected and. Uh, I think that's how we're that's that's
0: kind of how we're designed I think I think it's, I think it's you know, how we are we are absolutely wired and designed
1: philosophical or spiritual or something I'm not sure what's happening
0: here. <laughs> are you, are you, I'm dragging you into the deep end my friend oh I just had a I just had a great 90 minute conversation uh, I just did a jar interview when I when I when I arrived I went straight to the I drove from Atlanta and went um, and and met a met a gentleman and his wife and just a beautiful location. And he was really quite spiritual and um, questions were great. And he was, you know, waxing on and we had just had a, so I'm in that, I'm in the zone, right. I'm in the mood right now. I'm, you know, pretty, pretty philosophical. Um, yeah. I think this is, it will be interesting to say, I, I just had this other idea for an app for, an, you know, one of your, uh, one of your apps, one of your businesses, touch, touch the grass could be a, a corporate name for you.
1: Touch the grass. Through. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll save that one for one of these startups and uh,
0: you'll, you'll, you'll
1: be sitting there Our foundation.
0: Maybe we'll make some donations that way. All right. Yeah. I love it. You'll be sitting there and you'll be like, they'll be asking like, well, we need a name for this. And you'd be like, Bob raises hand up. How about touch the grass? <laughs> just give uh, just me a
1: little, it was, I was, it was an inspiration.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Just take full and take full credit for it. You should run with that. Uh, Otherwise, I wouldn't have come out of my mouth if it wasn't for this (laughs) chat. Um, It's really – and so, I mean, is this going to – are you feeling kind of like the fever from this? Are you going to want to go headlong into this area? Or is this going to be a project and you kind of guide them through and see what comes next, making widgets? Or do you feel like a draw?
1: Our mission is, is again, um, solving – Solving okay. problems in health. In the health, through, okay, the health through, space. Through through, through um, startup creation, and really focused on on the digital health side of startup creation. Okay. We're not in the therapeutics or drugs. It's it's improving, you know, clinical decision support. You see a lot of artificial intelligence, machine learning, mm-hmm. this GPT. That's everybody's having conversations with AI now. That could be pointed very well into our healthcare system and really help. Um, oh, yeah, prove a lot of areas with we have such labor shortages and burnout of providers. I think yeah. chat, GBT, I don't think it's going to take people's jobs. I think it's going to augment uh, and it's going to take away commodity like interactions that are, you know, uh, inefficient mm. uh, and really impact. Like, think of a think of all the phys- if, you're, if you're not if you're not a physician or if you're a nurse, think of all the things you probably do that is incredibly inefficient. All the conversations and all the interactions, right? You know, I think, I think the reports you type. I think some of this generative AI stuff can really make, um, you know, really, really, really automate a lot of these clinical workflows and improve health. So, what we're doing at the Eshelman Institute through the First Adventure Studio is using innovation and looking for areas where money, there's a gap. And a lot of it's okay. health equity, um, you know, rural health another big issue. Um, Some of these areas that typically venture is not going into naturally. Um, So mental health, uh, you know, there's a lot of VC money in mental health in general. We're seeing a lot of telehealth related things that we're talking about. A lot of improved access to therapists through through telemedicine Mm -hmm. platforms. But we're not seeing any that are specifically focused um, in the black community, for example, or underserved communities. So you know, mental health is a big area. Um, you know, we believe—I believe—I'll be in that for a while here. We, you know, we yeah. have a process where we hope to launch one or two startups out of it by the end of the year. Okay. And the way we do that, are not. This is not like a grant competition where someone's going to win. Whatever solution we put forward has to stand on its own two merits and I, has, I... To, has to pass the venture capital bar right? So we hope to launch something by the end. Yeah, of the you, yeah, you no may passion, launch. We're going to find it, Yeah, right? So yeah. that's part of the fun of an innovation process. Uh, and we'll launch that startup, and then we will actually get diverse founders to run the startup. We will okay. hire, you know, most likely a, an African-American CEO and African you know, founding members from the community. So cool. Like us, right? So people that really understand the problem and, and are passionate and could make yeah, a difference. Yeah. So I do think that You know, mental health is not an area where you go in and get out, right? Yeah, that's right. Assume that once we build this coalition of stakeholders, right? We might see here's a problem that we're solving, you know, but there's still 30 other problems we identified that we could still work on over time. That maybe if we think of, you know, appoint the process in a different direction, bring different people in. So I, I think, like on the opioid. So uh, innovation work that we did in Asheville, I was telling you about, there were 30 problems. We prioritized those two startups. We didn't want to sprinkle a little bit yeah, of everything. Okay. We said, let's focus on solving the biggest problem we believe. And again, we had experts that are deep expertise in opioid use disorder, um, You know, physicians and, and people in the justice system, communities, EMS mm-hmm. that were dealing with this, that guided us. Um, but there's more problems to solve there we said wow these are good to solve too but let's not be distracted yes We're right open. right so i think i think we'll be in this for for a longer term because i don't think mental health is one startup way of solving it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, and i just think and i was just thinking like once you start in this area and you're doing this this process right will be people looking at it will be so excited that you're going to see more attention and you know i could imagine this becomes bigger and bigger for you
1: yeah, and I'm. I'm passionate. I'm passionate about how technology can improve health. Yeah, I still think we're scratching the surface. A lot of things that you were talking about, um, education, access, could be really accelerated. And expanded. it could be
0: really accelerated, right? Telehealth,
1: yeah. right? That telehealth's not the end all because there's even challenges there, especially if you get rural. You're gonna have broadband issues, right? So there's always challenges, but technology, I think, pointed in the right way can solve a lot of the problems that you start stacking up in some of these areas. Yeah. Um, that, that gets me excited.
0: At least reverse the tr- slow, the trend or eventually hopefully reverse some of the the numbers, you know, that we see, um, you know, interesting when I started, you know, I Googled as soon as I you know had this kind of a crazy idea, um, I Googled mental health. I, I, I don't know. I don't really even remember what the prompt was. And, um, and up popped was uh, President Biden signing a kind of a seven point plan uh, in and around addressing like a strategic plan addressing mental health crisis. And and the one that there were two that stuck um, stuck out at me. And the first one was kind of in your space, which is. Kind of trying to get the, the health providers to integrate into the benefit structure, mental health services and features, right? So for our, our our health insurance that we've got from work, it should be your body and your mind, not just, your, and right now it's just your body, you know, and they might have some visits in there to the therapist or something, but it's really, it's just an afterthought. It's not bolted on and discussions with people about the impact of mental health on your physical body, like, you know, heart attack, stroke, blood pressure like a lot of this i don't know what percentage maybe a more, more than a little bit is from your mental health right it's what's going on in your mind and the stress you've got um and so it'd be interesting to see how that kind of comes and matures and then I the other one yeah
1: i, I think the stigma is changing a little bit now for the better you, you're right um
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know we, we we're so good uh, around physical ailments our health system right yeah. you know one of us if we have any heart condition we get swarmed by the health care system like, <laughs> yeah. to do right i'll yes. still new but what's i mean i like how athletes are addressing it directly uh, now it's really right? good you know really good. They're, they're, they're you know people are talking about it you're you know you see it on netflix you see you know um you know uh, seth rogan talking about it you know yeah. and and um uh uh I think that the barriers and the stigma of it's a weakness, um, yes, you know, is kind of maybe breaking down a bit. Now I'm yeah. hearing the black community as I'm learning that that's still there, that, that that the family thinks that's a weakness and you shouldn't show vulnerability yes. by saying you have a mental health issue. And that's one of the barriers from what I'm understanding needs to potentially be broken down still. But I think in other, you know, you know, but in overall I'm seeing, Like, it's okay to have a therapist. um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, And and it's almost preferred, you know, to help you, you know, using the behavior health community, you know, to 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 navigate life. Yeah. You you need to probably have some diagnosis, right? And I don't know if it's really like you just have one as a coach, but, um, (laughs) you know. Yeah, as as opposed to a coach, coach, right? Pain. You know, the mental pain is not recognized still in, in yes. our society, to like, like yeah. physical pain is. And it seems like the more I'm learning is they should be the same. Just you don't see f- mental p- health pain, right? You see the physical pain when there's a trauma, when you're in an accident, right? You don't see it mentally. That's what's hard yeah. about
0: it. Yeah, you know, and then it manifests itself in weird ways, physical ways, right? The psychological pain does, you know, your the things you're, you're having difficulty dealing with ultimately give you a heart attack. I mean, well,
1: you know, yeah, yeah, I think what you're saying is the root cause of a lot of health issues are due to anxieties and trauma. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I think but, so. I mean, I would I would argue that there's a lot of physical ailments that are really manifestations yeah, yeah. of of mental health issues or yeah, or trauma, you know, things that in that in that area. It's already 30 minutes, Bob. We're done. You're That's you're cool. over the you're over time. Oh, I'm sorry I kept this too long. no it's just uh, i was teasing you i think it's a great for it's a great first chat um i now i completely understand what you're doing in the mission and very exciting to see where it goes um any kind any kind of closing thoughts and you're like you're you know from where you're at you're kind of in the beginning of the road you're at the first you know you haven't even crossed the first turn in the in the boardwalk on the game of life where what do you what are your closing thoughts
1: yeah. First of all, I, would be, it'd be interesting to check back and see where for sure we're, we're going to check back. back. Yep. And uh, no, I think, I, I mean, you know, these, these are the issues to, at least for me personally, that I think we need to be really, mm. you know, all in on, um, you know, I think uh, I really applaud what you're doing now and how you're, you're, you're creating, you you're, you're creating a bigger set of awareness and, uh, and 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 a sense of urgency too. Um, you know, again, the I think, pandemic I think has exasperated this more. So I think it's important work uh, that you're yeah. doing, uh, as well as what I'm attempting to do, trying to leverage these innovation processes to to solve problems. Um, but I think I think it's I think it's uh, it's 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 key. It's key to you know us really focusing on it.
0: I love that phrase, man, sense of urgency. I just, I mean, anything worth doing, I didn't anything worth doing, but certainly this is something worth doing. And having a sense of urgency is really important. You know, I think because we are, it's, it's a crisis. I, and like I said before, I, man, boy, I really hate ever putting anything in a frame of a crisis. You know, I just like, cause it's never that bleak to me. Um, but it's not that bleak, but it's, it's an enormous problem and I've seen it. I've, I've been in the room with it, you know, door to door, uh, 200 people across 60 cities. You know, it's not random that everybody I met, you know, even people with perfect lives. I don't know if that even exists, that term. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, it looks on the outside. It looks perfect.
1: There's, per- there's a, there, yeah, there's a, there's a it, perception
0: maybe that people have or a branding. Right. And you know, you look at the person, they're successful. They've got a great car, they got a great house, you know, they've they're married, they have two kids. You know, you're just looking at everything. And, and, you know, and when I sit down and we start talking about human stuff, you know, the one of the kids is autistic. The, the other kid's been in trouble. You know, the, the relationship with the spouse has, you know, just, you know, stretched and they've been through, you know, and they're like, holy cow. And you know, you hear all the stories and you're like, man, life is hard for everybody. You know, we all have those moments where we probably need someone to talk to, need some guidance and wherever you get that, you know, it could be your priest, could be your brother, could be, you know, your therapist, could be somebody, you know, if you're really in bad shape, you call 988 now, at least we've got something like that. Um, but there's there's a lot more places for people to reach out and find help. And, and I think people are willing to, to listen and help now more than ever, um, because we all know it's real yeah Bob awesome man great chat I'm, I'm happy to catch up with you professionally and then you know maybe let's spend a minute or two and you know catch up catch up post post show uh, but thanks everybody for listening if you're seeing this episode you know kind of recorded please do share it make a comment give us a little bit of love you know we already got a we have a little bit of a wait a little comment on here psychologist and you have a mental health something a mental health tag Lou Laro. I don't that could be you. I don't know whose friend that is. Probably yours. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Thanks everybody. And uh, we'll talk soon.